0: Hey friends, welcome back to Maybe You're Like Me. It's been too long. We took a quick uh, let's call it a winter break, and <laughs> it was a good time, but I've missed this, I've missed all of you, and I'm not even going to waste our time, we are going to get into today's episode with a guy who has become a phenomenal voice in so many people's lives that I really think you're going to enjoy this conversation, and a quick show note, I was so excited to talk to Carlos that I turned my microphone up way too loud, and so I'm a little distorted. So, uh, but Carlos sounds great, so that's good. And that's what you're here for anyway, so let's get into the episode, and welcome back to Maybe You're Like Me with Carlos Whitaker. Carlos, welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. How are you doing today, man?
1: Thanks, Mike. I'm doing fantastic.
0: (laughs) It's so great to have you here. This is uh, beyond a dream for me. Just look at you. You're a good-looking man, and this is the best- (laughs)
1: <laughs> listen, we get we get to I get to I, I get to hang out staring at you and figure out how I'm like you and how you're like me. So I can't think of anything better.
0: No, this is a great way to start the day. This is fantastic. So, um, listen, uh, I I don't know how, but probably somewhere out there, there's some people that haven't bumped into you before, and so for sure. people that may not have met you yet, who is Carlos Whitaker?
1: Oh my gosh, that, if if they could maybe help me in therapy figure that out, then then <laughs> I will. I will I will give them a prize. I am um you know I'm a I'm a I'm a husband of 22 years uh to my beautiful wife Heather. I'm a father of three kids. They're not kids anymore. They're 20, 19 and 16. Um crazy. And uh, yeah, it's nuts. And uh you know I write books. Um I've written f- five books, I think. And so, and then I kind of travel and I talk about the books. Um I I'm a storyteller. Uh, I let, I, you know, I, I'm not necessarily a preacher when, if I'm in a church, I, d- I tell stories. If I'm in front of a bunch of CEOs, I tell stories. Um, so yeah, I'm a storyteller, whether that be, uh, in my books, uh, on, on a stage, I probably tell the most stories on Instagram. It's kind of where I'm, I'm kind of telling stories, but you know, I think, I think what I, uh, you know, when, when, it comes to like who I am, as far as like what I do, every day, like who my, who the human doing Carlos is not the human being. The yeah. human doing is a guy that, um, that, that tells stories that lead people towards freedom in some way, shape or form is what I'm kind of, kind of trying to always do. Um, and then the human being piece of me is I'm i yeah, I'm a, a husband, a dad, a fly fisherman, uh, you know, a sports addict, um, okay. all the things. So, yeah.
0: That's fantastic. All right, so the podcast is called Maybe You're Like Me, and uh, something that you see in the world is like you'll be on Instagram or Facebook or watching TV, and you see the filtered version of somebody. You see the the highlight reel that people are posting on the internet. So if somebody's just watching you on Instagram, who, who is the low sweat they're seeing on the Instagram?
1: Oh, so like who's yeah who's the, that caricature that they see?
0: Yeah, who's uh, caricature low? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that, that guy is like, <laughs> I like this question. That that guy's like a, you know, super relatable dude. Like he's everybody's best friend. Uh, if you follow him on Instagram and you're one of the, you know, 260,000 people that hang out with him every day, you, you will probably say my friend Carlos when you talk about him just because he he makes you believe that we're you, that you're like best friends. And so he's, he's that guy. He's like everybody's friend. He's, uh, you know, a little bit of little bit of Mr. Rogers mixed in with Chris rock, you know, um, put together. He's a guy that likes to, um, that likes to dig into complicated issues, uh, in, in, and have nuanced conversations about them. Uh, not super emotional conversations, um, that sway people one way or the other, Um, yeah, you know, he's that he likes to help people. Um, he likes to see people. Um, and he, and he, yeah, he really likes to make his, the Instagram community more about them than it is about him. Uh, and, and he enjoys it. So yeah, that's, that's that guy.
0: That's fantastic. The um, my wife's been following you for for a few years, and I've been following you for a little while now. And um, I've been introducing like when I've been telling people about uh, us doing this interview today, I've been it saying my best friend Carlos is that there you go, correct? there you go, my uh, best
1: friend. That is correct, Mike. Like, we're already um, there. Uh, we're already. Are you there. wearing
0: your your necklace that I got you? Uh, that uh, that no, it. I, I left oh. that
1: upstairs. My wife felt <laughs> uncomfortable if I would like wear it in the interview, so yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, but as long as everyone out there knows we're besties and that's right. um, uh, I was in your wedding, you were in mine. That meant a lot to me that you would ask it, me to do you're, that.
1: You're welcome, man. Like, <laughs> like you're welcome. I'm, I'm glad that you're, you, it holds such a fond space in your heart.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you might be thinking this guy's delusional right now and a total <laughs> idiot. You're not completely wrong. and That's yeah, all right. I love it. Um, I love it. <laughs> All right. So on the podcast, uh, we like to do things in a couple rounds of questions. This first round is the yeah. first date round because okay. when you're on a first date, um, you, uh, you want to ask the right questions. You don't just want to ask, like, if you like dogs or cats, you want to ask some good questions, yeah. to try to get to know somebody a little bit better, but you don't also don't want to ask about like, like trauma and, uh, therapy sure. questions. So we're going to start off uh, a little easy and then, uh, we'll work our way to some, some more hard stuff, but now is, um, is this
1: where I'm using these, these papers or no, n-
0: not yet. That's at the very end. We'll, that's uh, okay. be fantastic. <laughs>
1: Got all it, right, got so, it. So, all right,
0: first day question here. Um, all right, so on Instagram, you've got uh, your uh, your followers. You call them the Insta Familia, um, and I wish. Will you say Insta Familia because you say it's so much cooler than I do? Oh, Insta Familia. Ah oh, man, nope, I can't there do it, it.
1: There it is. Uh, I gotta
0: got a lot to start uh, rolling those R's it, a little it, better. It's okay, we'll get bro. There.
1: It's okay. You'll get there. <laughs>
0: All right, so uh but yeah, you do some cool stuff with your Insta familia. Um like what's the the most recent thing you've done uh, that's just been so so cool getting to yeah. uh, know people? Uh
1: the probably the most recent thing we've done is uh we raised $140,000 for two Walmart workers and four maybe five Waffle House workers. So, I do these giving blitzes where I'm I am i am like, "Hey, we got 24 hours" Let's uh, let's see how much money we can raise and just bless some people uh, for no reason, you know, beyond they're just hu- good humans. And um, yeah, so we did that. Gosh, I guess it was three weeks ago now, um, and it was it was a blast. So it's pretty yeah.
0: pumped. Uh, if you're uh, listening and you haven't seen them, uh, go to his Instagram. It's so cool seeing these people just like just blessing people for no reason is fantastic. But yeah. the, the real question I'm trying to get to here is you go to Waffle House, what is your go-to Waffle House order? That's, yeah. that's the real I question. That's the meat of what we're going for.
1: I was there two hours ago um, to to hang out with to hang out with Stacy. That's the one problem is now that I've like like you know given ninety thousand dollars to these these Waffle House workers. Mm-hmm. Um, when I walk in there, I get whatever I want. You know, I'm, I'm like I, they're like they're like what? Are you, it's on the house. Um, and uh, but I've I've gotten the same order at Waffle House since I was 18 years old, and I could pay for my own meal. And it was it's a bacon egg and cheese sandwich plate which means you get hash browns. Okay. So bacon, bacon, egg and cheese on Texas toast. Okay. Just a breakfast sandwich. And then I get my hash browns um, scattered well and peppered. Okay. So that, so I always tell people like, don't sleep on scattered Well, that means they spread them out Mm -hmm. thinly. And then, so they're almost like crunchy, you know, when you get them and then, and then with jalapenos, um, pickled jalapenos on them. And, and then I get a waffle, just a regular waffle on the side. That's my go-to meal.
0: So, okay. I, I, this is what I'm hearing too. Uh, I think you're like me in the fact that when I go to a restaurant, I order the same thing every time. Is that you too? Every time,
1: every time it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. And then every once in a while, like I'll, I'll, I'll have a wild hair and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna try something else. And then I'm always like, why did I do that? Cause all I want is the thing, the regular thing.
0: Yeah. Um, when I go to waffle house, uh, I always get a pecan waffle and I used to work at uh, rest like restaurants when I was in college yeah. and like one in the morning, there's nothing that hits like a waffle house. So
1: nothing that like waffle house. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So fantastic. I, I want to go to waffle house with you now and we can yes. order together. Um, well we're, we're yeah, best the, friends
1: remember, so we can make that happen. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. No, we'll, uh, I'll see you there. And, uh, you already had that for breakfast. I'll see you for dinner tonight. Be yes. fantastic. <laughs> All right. So, um, there's a lot of great things that are happening in the world. Um, uh, do you have a bucket list
1: of things yeah, as far as like, of uh, things I want to do or. Yeah.
0: yeah so, yeah. but we'll, we'll break this down to a way easier one. Are there any bucket okay. list events you want to go to? Like, Oh uh, yes. Uh, what you got? Yes.
1: Absolutely. I want to, I want to go to a world cup Okay. Um, experience one now. Unfort not not unfortunately, the next one's going to be in America, which is fine. Like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll I'll go to one of those games, but I want to go to a World Cup in another country. So yeah. you know I got I'm going to have to wait eight more years for that. But I, that's one thing I want to do. Uh, I want to I want to go to the running of the bulls. Um, okay. and, and I used to want to run with the bulls, but now that I'm, <laughs> I'm creeping into the late forties, I'm like, yeah, no more, no more running with the bulls. You know, let's, let's just go and see it happen. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's one thing I've wanted to do. Um, I want to go, I want to go to, uh, Rwanda and do like go hike like eight hours into the jungle and see the gorillas that are like way up oh, wow. there. And, uh, yeah. So man, I got some, I got some, I got some bucket list stuff, bro.
0: That's fantastic. Mine. I just want to see Punxsutawney Phil at Groundhog's Day. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> I don't know why. I think Bill Murray just made that seem like a fantastic uh, yeah. thing to do. But um, I don't want to actually Groundhog Day, though, there. That sounds uh, horrible. Okay. So that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. That like I want to go to uh, like the opening ceremony of an Olympics. So that sounds like a good time. Oh, That's
1: that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so.
0: Um, I'm not a big sports guy, so the opening ceremonies is where it's at for me.
1: Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. You want to, you want to see the, the creativeness happening oh, yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. I want people flying around a bunch of people hitting a bunch of drums. Um, yep. that, yep. that, that's for me. That's what you yep. want. so that's awesome. I, <laughs> I never it. thought about the running of the bulls. And actually when you said the running of the bulls, and I don't know where this is, I think it's somewhere in Italy. It's the uh, festival where people throw tomatoes, tomatoes at each other.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, that would be fun too. <laughs>
0: It's just Absolutely. like a national food fight. That sounds fantastic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right. So that was the first date round. Uh, fantastic first date. Um, and um, uh, your wife did great. You did a great okay. job probably on your first date. It's probably been a good. minute since you've been on a first date. Um, it, so- has,
1: it has definitely been. It's de- But although we, whenever we don't go on a date for like two months, um, things are busy or I'm on the road mm-hmm. or she's crazy and the kids, wh- whenever we come back on a date, she always says, okay, we got to treat this like a first date. So so we actually do go on first dates. He makes me ask all these questions. He asks me all the questions. Okay. Uh, and it's it's actually kind of fun.
0: I love that. Sounds good. What's yeah. your favorite first date question? If you don't um, mind me putting you on the spot. Yeah,
1: no no. My my favorite first date question is it's not a question. If I go on a first date, I want to watch somebody eat spaghetti and that's going <laughs> to that's going to tell me a lot about who they are. Like are they do do they do they use a fork and a spoon? Do they slurp Ooh. the spaghetti up? Do they like, like, how are they, how many pieces of spaghetti are they shoving into their mouth at the same time? Like, so like spaghetti <laughs> is like a, is like a tell it all kind of deal. So for any of your listeners that are, that are going to go on first dates, always do it at an Italian restaurant. Always make sure that they order spaghetti and you can tell whether or not you want to continue to date them after that.
0: Now, listen, this is not not to negate what you said, but uh, some of the only dating advice my dad gave me, this is a long time ago, was never take a girl on a first date to an Italian restaurant because there's no cute way to eat uh, spaghetti. You got sauce all over your face.
1: See, that's it. That is exactly the reason why. Are they wiping their mouth after every slurp of spaghetti? Like what are, these are all like big things that are going to translate into like marriage moments in the future down the line
0: you know what? You're just trying to get to uh, who the real person is. You know what? I, I stand corrected. Everybody go eat some spaghetti right now with your well, loved that's ones awesome. and report back. Please uh, leave it in the comments. Yes. That'd be fantastic. All right. So that's the first day round. Thank you uh, for being honest with your uh, your bucket there list you there and your your waffle house order. Um, that was I know that was all telling stuff for you. Um, yes, all yes. right. So the next round is the slow round. This is the round where oh, okay. like if you were an onion, we peel a few layers back and we get kind of to the heart of who you are. Um, okay. Now, Uh, Again, like we see you on Instagram and we see all this cool things that you've done, but um, a lot of times, like all we see is people's successes. And so what I want to know is like, what is your favorite failure? Uh, What's something that you've done that like, it didn't turn out the way you thought it would, but maybe you learned something from it. Maybe uh, that like, it's like propelled you in a different direction, but what's your favorite failure?
1: Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think maybe recently, I mean, I fail a lot. Like I actually have, um, I have a journal called my fail journal and That's I awesome. try, I, I try once a week, um, to make sure that I put something in it. Cause I don't want to just keep doing things that I'm good at. I want to, I want to fail every week. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm like a, I'm a big fan of failure. I'm a big fan of, of trying things, but I, I think one of my, one of my better failures, more favorite failures that has grown me was honestly when when my sixteen year old daughter started dating uh this this guy and i I really jacked that up like I really failed as like the dad that like I'd spent all this time nurturing this trusting relationship with my daughter uh, all of this stuff and dude, this dude starts dating my daughter, and I am not with it. I am like <laughs> not having it. and my wife's like, wait a second like where where has this Where's your, your amazing fathering gone? Like you're suddenly turning into like that caricature of that horrible dad. That's trying to scare the boyfriend. This isn't you, you know? And so like, I, like, I, yeah, I failed big time with, with him, with my daughter, with my wife, uh, with my other daughter, her sister, um, in that. And what that did is it set me up, up for, okay. I I really have to like redefine what I think the father of a daughter who's beginning to date looks like. I need to take it off of what I've seen on TV and really, really actually lean into the relationship with the boy. And man, that, that, if if it wasn't for that failure, I I don't think I would have, um, maybe had such an accelerated, uh, relationship with him. And then my other daughter who started dating and then literally now like those, you know, like I am praying they don't break up because I half the time love the boys more than I do the girls. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, that, I think that, that was a good failure for me. Like I've, I failed on that initial, um, competency of, of having a boy date my daughter. And now, uh, I, I think I'm better. So,
0: yeah. So I, I've got two little boys, uh, five and eight right now. And yeah. so, uh, something that I'm actively doing is just watching parents that are a few steps ahead of me. Um, yeah. has your son started dating yet or is that?
1: No, no, nope. he is, he is, he is not yet. So still on and, the horizon. I've noticed that, uh, you know, I think any child psychologist would tell you that like boys are just behind in maturity than <laughs> girls are. So so wh- whereas my daughters, I felt like, okay, with them dating at 16, 17, no way in H double hockey sticks. Am I letting that boy date while he's living under my roof? He's going to have to get a little bit more, you know, so I'm just kidding. He's, he's been, uh, uh he's awesome, but he, he hasn't started dating yet. So I'm, yeah. I, we're still kind of on the precipice of that.
0: Yeah. So again, you're a few steps ahead of me on all things, uh, parenting. So, yeah. uh, you said earlier that like you, you spent this whole 16 years ahead of time, like building like a trusting relationship between your daughters. What was that yeah. for you?
1: Yeah. You know, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of making sure that they see the humanity in you. A, mm-hmm. a lot of them not seeing perfect parents. You know, I actually had my son on, um, an episode of my podcast maybe a year ago. And on that episode said, Hey, are, are there some, like, how did you feel about this when I decided to do this, uh, in your life? And it was kind of in public on display. And he's like, yeah, I didn't really love it, you know? And then, and then I was like, you know what? I need to tell you, I'm sorry. Like I, hmm. I'm sorry for, uh, and so there's, I think there's just been a lot of that. I think it's, I think they know that, that their parents are, um, Uh, We make mistakes and we own them and um, we're not trying to be perfect, but we are trying to help them. Uh, So a lot of trust, you know, I actually just got done uh, right before this podcast interview with you. I was recording a podcast for my podcast with um, Dr. Henry Cloud and he just got done writing a book on trust and uh, it comes out in a couple of weeks. But when he was explaining it, I'm like, man, like if more parents could really lean into how to build trust with their kids. Um, you're not trying to, um, when you're raising your kids, you're not trying to make friends to have like great friendship relationship with your kids. You just want a trusting relationship with their kids where they, they trust that if you say something, that's, what's going to happen. Good or bad, you know? And, and I just think that's the, uh, that's the ticket for parenting that a lot of parents maybe are missing is that trust piece.
0: Yeah. I, I, feel like I just got a random like masterclass that I wasn't <laughs> expecting asking a question about failure, but it led into that, uh, that yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit and chew on that for a little while and, yeah. uh, probably have to say some apologies to oh, both of my listen. boys and my wife. And yeah, that, we all do the thing on that same line, it's just like, Uh, I was having a conversation with a friend recently and they were talking about how um, in parenting that uh, grace has to like be on both sides that everybody's learning how to parent and be parented. And so it, uh, yeah, that, I'm going to chew on that for a little bit. All right. So uh, you, you just released a book called how to human and um, uh, number one, that's uh, awesome. Congratulations on releasing another book. Um, I love people like you that you could be stingy with uh, your story and your stories, but instead you choose to share them with people. So thank you, number one, for doing that. You're welcome. So uh, with How to Human, um, there's, I think a lot of times we just make assumptions on things. And so uh, what is a question that you wish people, and I know that's a wide brush, but what's a question that you wish more people would ask?
1: Um, I, I, I feel like I wish people would ask, um, what their, what their role is. I want want to say this right. Cause, cause the book, how to human like three ways to share life beyond what distracts divides and disconnects us. I feel like when people hear that they think, Oh, I know who needs to read this book. I know somebody that needs to figure themselves out so that they can come back and heal the relationship with me. I know. And I just wish that more people would start asking the question of themselves. Okay. Hmm. What do I need to do? Like, like, yeah. like what, what, what are the steps I need to take to be more human? Maybe to people that have dehumanized me, What what, what's my role in all of this? And so, you know i i just really wish more and and i think you know that's where i lead people to in the book is um is to ask themselves that question um so i think that's the question i would love for people to start asking not not necessarily of me but of themselves you know as yeah. they're reading the book it's like okay lord like there I, I know i'm not doing this human thing perfectly show me show me some ways that i can really start uh humaning well again and uh i think that would be the question
0: yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. There's that old, uh, tick noise. Is it me? Am I the drama? Right, and, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I, I think uh, that's a lesson again, that I've been learning myself recently. Um, yeah. like again, just being a husband, uh, and like, that's the, one of the foremost relationships in my life, but like, I absolutely have not gotten that one. Right. And, yeah. um, and there's uh, a lot of times where I'm like, I really wish my wife's name's cat. I really wish cat would do this. I really wish cat would do that. And then I, if I can take that step back and ask myself like, but wait, what am I doing? Who am I in this situation? And there's a million other relationships, a million other situations that I probably could step back and ask myself the question, like, is it me? What can I be doing? How can I show love in this situation? How can I be human in this situation? And yeah, you're absolutely right. I love it taking a little, little self, uh, reflection in there. All right. One last question. And this is the question we ask everybody on the podcast and it can be uh, as small as learning to tie your shoes different or as big as learning, uh, geophysics or something cool like that. But what's
1: something you're learning right now? Oh, I love that question. Uh, I'm learning a lot. And, um, something I'm learning right now, this is going to, this is going to seem trite, but I am trying to solve the Rubik's cube in less than 60 seconds. That is what I'm trying to learn to do right now.
0: All right. So this is like a happy coincidence, but I'm just trying to learn how to solve it at all.
1: Oh yeah. So, (laughs) so, so so my, my 16 year old son taught Mm -hmm. me uh, in December how to solve the cube. And it, I went from four and a half minutes to three minutes to two minutes, to one minute, 45 to one minute, 30. Uh, and now I've got to change the algorithm that I'm using in order to get faster. But like that's something that I'm learning. And I'm actually also learning because I turned 50 this year. Um, I'm trying to learn 50 new things by the time I, I turn 50. So uh, this is that that's one of them. So
0: okay, that's really cool. Um yeah, yeah I, I it's always fun to answer on that one because like it's been things yeah. like I'm trying to learn patience or like how to train my dog to <laughs> roots yeah. cube or I love that um, question. That's awesome! Uh, I and yeah. never in a million years would have thought it was going to be Rubik's cube. So there you go, boom! <laughs> that's great. All right, so uh, we are at the final round of questions. Uh, that's the okay. questions that I asked you to grab the paper for. Yeah, um, I got paper so right here. So this is the round uh, where we will try to see if maybe you and I are a little bit alike. And so, oh. um, all right, so like we've we've figured out everybody else in the world and maybe if maybe we're like them and maybe how we're a little bit all alike but let's just see if maybe you and I are like okay so these okay. are a couple of quick this or that style questions we'll do them one at a time all right okay. when you go on a date uh are you gonna sit on the same side of the booth or opposite side of the booth as your wife same side first, or first facing date
1: or any uh, day any date. Any date. Oh, okay yeah Okay. What do uh, same I do? side or
0: facing each other. Yeah. Here we I need to write mine down real quick. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. I put facing, you put facing. Look at us. Yes, Look at yes. you. Boom. Yeah. I don't I like it. I don't know yeah. if I trust people that sit on the same side of the booth. No,
1: my wife doesn't even want me to touch her in bed when we're going to sleep. So why, why in the world <laughs> would I sit on the same side of the booth with her?
0: Oh, man. Uh, I was actually joking with my wife the other day. We were joking with some friends and she reminded me of when she was pregnant. Um, uh, She like her body was just like on fire all the time. And apparently I called her lava toes because she would like if she would put her feet on me. Um, it was just a million degrees. And so, um, but we've, we've come to terms on all that now, but yeah, I get it. I don't want, I want to look into your eyes and I want to enjoy watching you slurp up your spaghetti. So, yes, (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, on chips at a Mexican restaurant, are you going with queso or guac as your uh, chip dip? Oh, okay. Let me know when you're ready. Here we I'm go. Ready. Three, two, one. I went queso. You
1: went uh, guac. guac. Oh
0: guac. man. All right.
1: Guac yeah, queso, is a divisive one. What do you got the, there? Or, uh, here's the problem. Queso isn't, I'm like, my, I'm half Mexican. My mom's Mexican and queso, if you were to go to any Mexican on, in the world and say, I want some queso, they would give you a block of cheese, not whatever this, <laughs> this contraption is that's a fake Mexican restaurant. So like, that's actually not even queso. I don't know what that is. It's some Texas thing that they made up, but queso <laughs> is cheese. Cheese. It's just a block of cheese. So it's not even really Mexican. That's why I go with guac because that's actually really Mexican. There you go. I there, there, don't see the problem box. with having a block yeah. of cheese either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get off my soapbox.
0: <laughs> All right. So in your, uh, what's your dream guacamole? What uh, What's oh. that for you?
1: Oh, like where, 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 who makes that? Where, or, or like if you're making
0: guac, what's, what's going in the guac to oh, make it? I,
1: I actually don't even know like what, mm. what it goes in guac that, to makes it. But, but my friend, Brian Hale, my best friend on planet earth, I'm gonna have to tell him to listen to this podcast. So I get, I'm giving him props, um, makes the best guac on planet earth that I've ever had. He, it is amazing. So it's his guac, like, like his guac is the guac that I want.
0: All right. Uh, Brian, uh, if you're listening, thank you. Number one for yes. listening. Um, but yeah, this actually, this podcast was sponsored by Brian's walk. So uh, for all That's your Guac needs, check out Brian's Guac. All right. If you go camping, are you going to go uh, camping in a tent or an RV?
1: Oh God. That's easy.
0: <laughs> all right. Let me know when you're ready. Here we go. three, two, one. I went RV. You went tent.
1: Tent, oh my goodness. A hundred percent. Listen, I, I, I was the guy, I love the outdoors. And I was the guy that, um, when, when my parents, we go on vacation, like if we stayed in a fancy hotel, like a, a holiday inn with a balcony, super mm-hmm. fancy, I would sleep outside on the balcony. Like I just love sleeping outside. I love, love, love it. I'm a big backpacker. My wife and I have hiked all over, you know, a lot of backpacking trips, put me in a tent all day long. Cause I can get a tent summer that I can't get an RV. Uh, no, 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 like no shade on the RVers. I love a good RV. Like I I love a good RV, but that's not really camping. Camping isn't an RV. That's like, that's, that's like a hotel on wheels. Like camping, you have to be camping. You have to be sleeping outside and you hearing the crickets and the whole thing.
0: Here's my deal. I went camping yeah. with uh, my oldest son. It was, it's probably three, four years ago. I'm in my yeah. mid thirties. And uh, when I woke up that first morning, I felt like I was in my mid eighties. Um, I get it.
1: I get it. Yeah. Me, it hurts. me on the ground
0: is not great. Yeah,
1: yeah no, it, it, it definitely, and it's getting harder. It'll get harder and harder the older you get. Uh, but there's something about being able to hike Eight miles up to this Canyon and then you unzip that tent and ain't no RV going to be able to give you that view. You know, it's just, it's just, it's awesome.
0: But listen, when I open up my RV window or my RV door, and then I'm right in Walmart's parking lot, that's, that's, that's its own kind of magic. So <laughs> that is, that is its
1: own kind of magic. you got that right. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, two more here. All right. This one is a, uh, it's a little cringe, so please don't be too, too mad at me. Would yeah. you rather have lukewarm coffee or yep. cold mashed potatoes. This is what is the lesser of two uh, evils here?
1: Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: This both of these sound horrible to me. Yeah, they both sound bad. I'm sorry for doing this to. Here you go. I went coffee, you went. Oh. Mashed potatoes. We we're, 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 we're not doing too hot here. What's going the, on, the, man? The the best,
1: <laughs> the, best, the best the best friendship is slowly but surely falling apart. So
0: You know it happened to John and uh, Paul. Uh Yeah and I don't
1: do lukewarm coffee. I, that's why I have this, uh, th- this Ember mug, uh-huh. um, be- because this, this mug keeps my coffee at 143 degrees nonstop. I never have to microwave it. It just stays hot. So <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely the anti lukewarm coffee guy.
0: I, I feel you. Uh, I feel like with my lukewarm coffee, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like that happens more often than not. And yeah, I just, yeah, sure. who no, wants I cold it. mashed potatoes?
1: I get it. I get it. I get the, it. Yeah. Um,
0: all right. So what's in your coffee? What's your go-to coffee drink?
1: Uh, just black coffee. Just, just, just oh, black man. coffee. Like, yeah. like are like one of I those, drink, aren't you? Yeah. I just, I'm literally like that crotchety police chief in the South Bronx <laughs> that just drinks bl- black coffee. I, that's like two days old. I just want black coffee. I don't care about the beans. I don't care where it was, you know, roasted <laughs> or how long it was. Ro- just give me some of that black coffee and I'm good.
0: All right. This is, uh, this is a lot of I, like I've opened up my eyes a lot to you in this last round of questions here. I love it. I love it. I wish you had some opinions on some things. Well uh yeah we'll yeah talk I, may, about I may have a few later. opinions. <laughs> all right, one last thing. Uh, all right, and this one again, this is a divisive one, and so like uh, your whole platform built on like unifying. This might uh, yeah. this might ruffle some feathers. Let me know. Okay. But toilet okay. paper. Are you going over or under?
1: Uh yeah. So I'm I'm definitely. I definitely know what I'm doing here.
0: You got opinions on this too? I feel I, it.
1: Uh not not as not as strong. Okay I, I do. I do have an opinion.
0: We're going over. I went over, over, look at us. Oh, we're back together. We're back Reunited. together. Reunited and it feels so good. Yep. Oh That's my it. goodness.
1: Love it. Love
0: it. Love it. I just think
1: feel it's easier to rip over. Uh huh. You, know, you, yep. you can tear it off over better. So
0: there's a, a, a meme or a picture I saw online. It's been years ago where there was a spider hanging underneath it that you wouldn't oh. see if it went under. And yeah. that, that gave me some nightmares. I don't have time for that. Um, I, I, no I don't have time for that either. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carlos, I think I've said it a few dozen times at this point, but thank you so, so much for being here and, uh, and being on the podcast. It means the world.
1: Dude, thanks so much um, for having me.
0: Uh, listen, if there's people out there who maybe this is their first time hearing from you and, uh, they want to join the Insta familia and they want to just get to know you a little bit better, get to know more about you, read your books, where's a great place for them to connect with you.
1: Yeah. You know, um, if they want to hang out with me, they're probably going to find me, uh, in a tent, uh, eating some (laughs) guac, um, you know, facing, facing them in a booth somewhere. Um, but no, we can, you hang out with me on Instagram, LOSWIT, L-O-S-W-H-I-T, uh, is where I spend a lot of my time for now. Who knows? Uh, Instagram may just go up in a ball of flames at some point. We'll have to find out where to hang out somewhere else. But, um, yeah, that's where I'm at hanging out every single day.
0: I love it. Uh, yeah. Just the other day you did a, uh, a dad fit. Um, and yeah, that- I did, That was hot stuff there. So I
1: I did. I did the morning dad fit. So like I'm like, (laughs) my daughters are always doing their little OOTD outfit of the day. And I was like, oh, I got to do a fit check. So here we go. I got my pajamas, my slippers, and yeah, my Falcons jersey.
0: My favorite part of it was you were wearing two different kinds of slippers because we lost one of the other ones. That was fantastic. that's
1: That's the thing about having two dogs in the house is if you leave your slippers out, bro, they're probably in the backyard under a bush somewhere. So... (laughs) (laughs)
0: again Carlos thank you so much for being here and for everyone listening Uh, thank you for joining us on maybe you're like me you guys have a great day thanks Carlos awesome thanks man